1: It's time for today's travel and cruise industry news. With the latest from travel and cruises around the world, here's your host, Chili Falls.
2: Good morning and welcome to travel and cruise industry news. On this, the 22nd day of November, coming to you from Bedford County, Central Virginia area, on another cold day. Not as cold as it was yesterday, thank goodness. We've got a very, very busy show this morning, so let's get right at it. Uh, the main stories today are lobster changes from two cruise lines, Norwegian removes crew privileges, Royal Caribbean's The Quest is back, a rail stripe looming, how that might affect us. Wonder of the Seas in Port Canaveral, and a whole lot more here live at 11. Today, folks, is National Cranberry Relish Day. Of course, this is, uh, at least in this country, is Thanksgiving week. Uh, That's one of the side dishes for Thursday. I have no idea why it's today in National Cranberry Relish Day. Yesterday, which I've skipped it yesterday, was National Stuffing Day. Why in the world would you have stuffing four days before you eat the turkey? But uh, it's just my thinking. I like cranberry sauce, but I like the jelly kind, the canned stuff. I don't like the real honest to goodness cranberry relish type. Just a little weird. That's all, folks. If you're listening via the podcast, of course, welcome aboard. You can always access the podcast via my blog, accessadventure.net, or wherever you get your podcast from. Just search for travel and cruise industry news, and up pops the Fat Travel Guy. Anytime you are listening via the podcast and want to hop over to the video feed, there's always a link in the description, so you can do that in case you want to check out any pictures, or clips that we may be using for that day's show. All right, our buddy Katie and her friend Angela are on Serenade of the Seas this week. I think today they're in Bimini, if I remember correctly. And I had this stuff loaded up last night uh, for the show yesterday, And it was such a busy, full show, I never got to Katie's pictures. My apologies, uh, Katie. Uh, But anyway, this this was taken uh, a couple nights ago at the first uh, formal night. And, of course, Katie's going to throw in some food pictures. And that's Katie and Angela. They had uh, dinner in uh, Chop's Grill. Which is a pretty nice joint to eat dinner in, and of course Katie's gonna uh, knows that my affinity for shrimp cocktails, so she's flashing those nice big, lovely shrimp. <laughs> Check out Angela. Angela's like a fashion plate on a cruise.s She really does the f- dress up nights very well. They stopped in in uh, Freeport, and I f- I think uh, Katie uh, and Angela were there the same time that Margaritaville at Sea Express was there, and then uh, let's see would have been last night. Yeah, last night was uh, the second formal night, and there is Angela all dolled up again, and of course our buddy Katie, and uh, I I hate to say this uh, publicly, folks, but. That certainly looks like an adult beverage in Katie's hand. I, Of course, I would never comment on uh, Katie uh, having adult beverages. Once again, she's uh, just trying to make me jealous that she's got one and I don't. Not long now till I get back on the boats again. Get through this silly holiday and jump in my car and I'm on the way. By the way, folks, just on a personal note, Today is oncology day, so I get to go check uh, to see if this $11,000 a month medication is still doing its job. They have to check my liver function because of the meds, I don't know, they pump a bunch of blood out and test it 97 different ways, I get a new PSA of course that's the real test. And then I get the Lupron injection, which I get every six months. It's not a pleasant injection. It's, uh, it, I have to, you know, to be as politically correct as I can, I get stuck in the butt. Never something that I'm particularly fond of. But anyway, that's all happening. i leave here at one o'clock uh to get over there in time for all the check-in and that business this afternoon so i'll be tied up at the oncology center for a couple hours um i promised that i would spend a a couple minutes on the new hot air tom cruise as i mentioned yesterday um I've been calling our cruise in August on the Norwegian sky the Hot Air Tom Cruise when I cruised with uh, he and Cindy, uh, which was just a delightful time. Well, Hot Air Tom has uh, finagled me into going on his uh, trip with him, so some of you guys might be interested in doing this. you got plenty of time if you're interested, because this doesn't happen until March 31st of 2025. So, uh, hot air, and Cindy has already said she's taken the year off from cruising. So, uh, hot air Tom and I are going to bunk together. That's going to be a, a interesting. Uh, but uh, it's on the Norwegian Epic, a 15-day transatlantic from New York, with stops in Bermuda, Ponta Delgada, Portugal, Lisbon, Portugal, Barcelona, Spain, Cannes, France, Livorno, which is Florence, Italy, uh, Naples in Italy, and Cvedovecchio, which is Rome. And I probably, I didn't hear back from Dennis yesterday, because he told me how to uh, to say Cvedovecchio. Maybe it's Cvedovecchio. Anyway, I've been saying it wrong. I know that. And I don't remember the proper pronunciation from uh, Dennis. So uh, I'm hoping to hear back from him. Uh, then after we finish the transit Atlantic and get into let's just call it Rome. How's that? I can say Rome, okay. Uh, then we're going to sail again on the on the epic on 11-day Greek, Greek islands cruise, uh, which has stops in Santorini, Athens, Mykonos, Corfu, and Greece, uh, Valletta, and Malta, uh, Messina, uh, Naples, and Livorno, in Italy, and Cannes, and France, before returning to Civetta Vecchia. Civetta uh, However you say it properly, to Rome. So, all in all, we've got a 26 uh, day uh, cruise on the Epic. And uh, we're probably going to spend a couple days in New York beforehand and a couple days in Rome uh, afterwards, and then uh, fly home from Rome. And yes, folks, I am going to get on an airplane in 2025. Now I may have to fly some before then. I was actually looking at flying to New Orleans in January for the vloggers cruise and I just couldn't get uh, flights at the right time that I wanted them to get there. So I said, out of the hell with it, I'll drive. So I'm gonna drive to that one this well. All right, so much with the hot air time cruise, I'm telling you, between now and then, uh, You're gonna hear a lot about this cruise and probably afterwards forever as well. All right, my special guest today is uh, Tony Giles. He's a totally blind world traveler who has visited 129 countries on all seven continents. He's also 80% deaf in both ears I uh, chatted with him last night. He was on Sal Tome, which is off the coast of Africa. The audio was fine, but we could not sync up video. So there is no video um, of the uh, interview, but the audio, and I do have a couple pictures that I'll, I'll flash up. So with no further ado, here's my interview with Tony Giles. My guest this morning on Chili Chats is Tony Giles. He's an author, a world traveler. Uh, he plans to be on in every country on the globe at some point. He's working his way toward that. The uh-huh. challenging thing about Tony is that he's blind. He's also deaf, uh, 80% deaf and each year's that may present a few challenges for challenging uh tra- traveling but i'm really interested in talking to tony about that tony welcome to chili chats
3: hi thanks for All having
2: right. me you are in sao Tume.
3: Sao me yeah. Uh, okay. Sao tome yeah okay yeah tell
2: us where that is
3: um two islands uh just off the equator um in the gulf of guinea so just west okay. of gabon basically all right a small african nation They uh, speak speak portuguese all right um, we tried
2: we tried to do this last night but you had a little d- difficulty there on the island uh, tell us about your storm last night
3: yeah so um come uh 1 p.m yesterday it started raining and then It just got heavier and heavier and all the power went out about 9 o'clock my time. I didn't come on till this morning. Um, Yeah, it's pretty heavy rain and wind as well. That was quite exciting.
2: (laughs) All right. Now, tell me this, Tony. Um, Where's your scorecard stand now? How many countries have you visited?
3: So South Sommet and Princeup. uh, That's uh, 129th country. Okay. So I got another 62, 63 to go. 60 something to go.
2: Okay.
0: Yeah.
2: All right. When I was looking over your website, uh, uh-huh. one of the things that, that, of course, I think the picture that I fell in love with was you with the koala bear in Australia. So tell us about <laughs> your trip to Australia.
3: Yeah. So um I went over to Australia in September. I got um invited to go over there to give a talk to um, a group of blind travelers near Sydney. And then uh, I went with my girlfriend who is from Greece and uh, she's also blind. So we did that and then we traveled around for a couple of weeks, we've been before. We went out to Brisbane on the East Coast and um, I found this this, uh, sanctuary uh, near Brisbane. You can go hold a koala for like 30 Australian dollars. I thought, let's do that. (laughs) So that was quite cool. They're very heavy.
2: Uh, it was such a good picture, though. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, uh, being blind and uh, being partially deaf, and you travel at least part of the time solo.
3: Yeah, most of the time solo, yeah.
2: Okay. But your girlfriend, when she goes with you occasionally, she also was blind.
3: Yeah. We I travel found... your... Go ahead. How we travel Europe together, the States, Canada, Japan. But um, I wouldn't bring it to Africa because it's, it's too rough. So,
2: One yeah. of the things that I found, I guess, from from a person who is, you know, it's also disabled or at least partially disabled, but nothing mm-hmm. like yours. I found it interesting when you and your girlfriend were viewing, I guess is the best word, a statue. Yeah and yeah, you were like, you were seeing through your hands and i found that fascinating yeah do you actually is that a conscious thing for you
3: oh yeah yeah so uh i always say my hands and my eyes so right you know i explore the world through my hands and my feet my whole body but yeah um when i would do what i do, my research with um my laptop with speech software i specifically look for places with statues we can touch or fountains we can hear and stuff like that um yeah. that's one of the things we both like so yeah we, we're touching the statue we're getting the shape of it the, the texture of the materials it's made from hopefully we can feel the face and you know it gives you an idea of the statue the character the hair or whatever yeah so, right. that's cool right.
2: knowing, knowing the kind of challenges that you have to travel which are yeah, my challenges and multiply that by about a hundred, and that comes up to you. Mm. What have you found to be your most challenging trip?
3: Um, Papua New Guinea was particularly challenging in some ways because it was really off the beaten track. Um, <laughs> there's no roads. You go from one bit of land to another bit of land by a canoe and Spend three hours, you know, helping to bail water out of the canoe so it doesn't sink. Things like that. And going up into the mountains with no real roads and bridges washed away. But, um, you know, that was very challenging uh, just getting from A to B. But on the other hand, it was amazing because people just help me. And, you know, like they always do when I travel. People are amazing. So. Right. But that's certainly up there. Right, you um,
2: what about your trip to antarctica oh
3: uh, yeah that was that was amazing um that wasn't very challenging really because it was just a case of finding a cruise in Ushuaia in southern argentina and then um i had a a guide to myself so i paid extra for a guide because they didn't they did want me to step on the penguins uh, that was amazing especially stepping on the continent it was a huge expanse in front of me of just clean, fresh air and no sound. I mean, there were 80 of us there in a group, but I just, I just felt like I was the only person there apart from the penguins. And they are like, talking away and making lots of noise and pooing everywhere. Oh, it was incredible. And I got to touch whale bones washed up on the shore and penguin feathers, penguin eggs that have been left behind. And I touched uh, iceberg, oh, it, was, it was amazing. Uh, sensory experience. I'd go again.
2: All right, you've been to all fifty of our states here in the U.S.
3: That's right, yeah.
2: Do you enjoy 49. traveling in the state in the United States?
3: Yeah, I did back in the day. I um.
2: Oh, did we lose Tony? I studied. I don't know if you can hear me, Tony, but I think we've we've either lost the connection or it's breaking up.
3: Okay, I can hear you.
2: Ah, there we go. You're back.
3: Yeah. Um, Okay. Yeah, that was I was saying back in 2001 you you could get a bus pass by Greyhound and 60 days and just travel and get on and get off wherever you wanted. So I got to explore a lot of it by bus and by road. And then I what I do is I I get a night bus and I get the seats and just lay them back and sleep across them and wake up the next morning in whatever city I was in and get off and wander around, explore. That's what I did up in North uh, Dakota in Bismarck. Right. Not, not, not a lot of cities. I just spent a day in Bismarck and then another day in uh, Milwaukee, I think. I just traveled like that, really. Yeah. I never pl- I never planned to visit all 50, but then I realized I kept going back seeing friends and I realized I that, that about... 35, I figured I did a rest, it's your, your
2: favorite transportation when you're traveling is your feet. You love to walk.
3: Yeah. I like to walk. Yeah. And, um, buses, trains, I travel on most things, flying is a bit boring, but um, right. sometimes it's fun if you get turbulence, but most of the time it's, and also the, yeah, the security stuff these days, uh, yeah. it's a pain in the backside.
2: Yes, it is. <laughs> All right, yeah. so since we've been going back and forth trying to get together, I know you yeah. were in Armenia to speak at a conference, yeah. and then you were at in travel Greece. Conference, yeah. yeah, tell us yeah. about Armenia and then the Greece.
3: Yeah, Armenia I was amazing. It's my second time. And the first time I went was in 2010. Um, I didn't really know anything about the country, but this time I got invited to this travel conference. Uh, a bunch of extreme travelers had set up um invited to talk about traveling the world blind and my challenges and how I see the world my way. And so that was kind of fun for two days and then I hired a guide, a personal guide, and we went and explored some of the monasteries and churches. Because that's all Armenia is really mountains and churches and nice people. Um so I did that for two weeks, almost two weeks. That was fun. And I got to and they have these crosses on a lot of the buildings and they're tactile so they're not just a straight up and down cross but they've got curvy bits on them and they're all made out of stone so it's really interesting to actually get my hands on them and feel them so that was kind of cool mm, yeah and then i went to greece to see my girlfriend for 12 days and we just nice. chilled nice. yeah that was nice
2: okay so i uh, i know you've got several books that you've written uh, that obviously you sell to help underwrite some of the cost but you also yeah. do some fundraising so tell us about your fundraising effort and how some of my audience might uh, get involved in that
3: yes yeah, so um basically uh the charity in the northwest of england called galloway society for the blind no support blind visually impaired people up in the northwest and I went out there and gave a talk. It was about four years now. And as I was leaving, it's oh, by the way, we're trying to raise money, you hike to Machu Picchu. I me foolishly thinking at the time, yeah, I'll do that. <laughs> and um, here we are, four years later, we might actually be going. Obviously, COVID got in the way. So as uh, a just giving page, um, and people can go on there and, and donate whatever they wish. And that goes goes towards the charity and also helped me um, like the trail we've actually raised enough enough money to do the trip now Uh, i'm still raising money for the charity and every little uh, penny and pound and dollar helps
2: all right now the last book you wrote i think was seeing a slice of south africa my way is that correct
3: uh seeing a slice of southern africa my way yeah yes and it's about it's about a trip i did in 2004 5 um started in south africa it was a sort of rough idea to try and get to egypt by christmas and never got anywhere near i got as far as malawi um, but that was a big adventure and i surveyed it on the usual uh, ebook websites and, stuff. Okay. and that kind of helps fund my travels and then i get some money from the uk for being disabled Very nice. what, we, what, we, what we call benefits and then i i've done a couple of documentaries for the bbc as well and i get paid for things like that yeah. and hopefully do another one next year awesome
2: do you ever yeah. go on do you ever go on cruises uh, sorry do you ever go on cruises
3: uh, the only cruise i've done of any length was um to antarctica well, that was the only way to get there really i mean you can fly there but it's too much not. so i did that that was nine days um when every cruise goes the same way so you spent two days getting there and there's a bunch of islands and then you sort of sail around them and you get on these little, little zodiacs get to from island to island you sleep on the board the ship oh, and they feed you oh there's so much food unbelievable Three yeah. <laughs> course meals four times a day amazing uh so that was that was quite interesting and the ship's so big even though there's like I like, say, 80 of us you don't meet half of them so that was quite nice right. so i'm not i'm not so good in big groups small groups i'm okay but with me deafness once it gets right. noisy i sort of struggle yeah and the only other little cruise i did was a little sort of two-day adventure down the up the court of uh, the coast of norway um but that was like wow. a booze cruise yeah that was nice and actually crossed the uh, arctic circle on that okay uh, five at five a.m in the morning yeah
2: all right so, so um, you've been on all seven continents you're up to yeah. 120 you is 129 countries yeah and uh what's next
3: um so i'm in i'm in africa at the moment um trying to get a visa to get the gabon which is um, proving very difficult um tried to do it online a couple of times and just waiting now i gotta get an authorization code that to fly into Gabon in 10 days um, if i don't get that i'll try and go to um, angola um, and then i'm meant to be flying out of uh Cameroon on the 22nd of December back to the UK but I've got to somehow get to Cameroon the original plan was to go overland from Gabon but Gabon's proving a bit of a pain at the moment I don't know why well just it's Africa, it's governments in it It just want to be awkward so yeah that's the plan um getting back to UK for Christmas and my girlfriend will come over and then I go back to Greece in January and then I start training for the Inca Trail because i going got all days hiking in the May High Mountains. I need to sort of get into proper training. So uh, yeah. that's just awesome. And that should well, be October, I, hopefully. Yeah.
2: Well, Tony, thank you so much for giving us a little bit of time here today. Uh, we certainly enjoyed it. And we'll certainly continue to follow your travels around the world.
3: Thanks very much. You can find me on tonythetraveler.com. with two L's. All right. I'm All right, thanks, and I'll,
2: there'll be a link to that in the description of today's broadcast. Sure. Again, thank you so much, and we'll see you next time.
3: Thanks, Chili. All
2: right, thanks, Tony.
3: Ciao.
2: All right, that was uh, my interview last night. <coughs> Excuse me with uh, uh, Tony Jaws. Fascinating individual he is. All right, I'll be back with a couple news stories after a quick break from one of our network sponsors.
0: My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day, my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad.
1: Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash mpn to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash mpn. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be to be.
2: All right, on with today's news. Two cruise lines have made changes to their main dining room menus both of which impact the tremendously popular lobster tail offered on special evenings royal caribbean international is testing a change for multiple lobster tails ordered in the main dining room aboard oasis class symphony of the seas broiled lobster tail has always been a popular entree for formal night dinners And some guests choose to order multiple lobster tails to truly indulge on that special evening. Now, however, that extra lobster comes at an extra cost. On Royal Caribbean, a charge of $16.99 plus 18% gratuity will be added to the guest's account for ordering a second lobster tail. While not explicitly stated, it is likely the surcharge will also apply to the third and fourth or any other additional lobster tails a single guest may order. The first lobster tail remains free of charge, so everybody don't panic, you're still going to get it. Now, some of you know and have seen some of my posts that I have indulged in multiple lobster tails several times. However, it's because many times the lobster tails recently have been what I consider to be very small. Traditionally, Caribbean lobster has been offered in the main dining room, but now the menu clarifies that the new entree is cold water Maine lobster. Maine lobsters are typically larger and meatier than Caribbean lobster, and while the tastes are similar, Some seafood aficionados reported a slightly sweeter taste to Maine lobster, though much depends on how the delicacy is prepared. Maine lobsters also have the classic large claws, while Caribbean lobster is a spiny lobster and has no claws at all. The tails are served in cruise ship dining rooms and has been for quite a few years now. With Symphony of the Seas now serving Maine lobster, it's likely the meat from the claws could be used in lobster rolls, lobster bisque, and other menu offerings. At the moment, the lobster changes are only aboard Symphony of the Seas, but depending on how the changes are received, the surcharge and lobster source change may be rolled out to the entire Royal Caribbean fleet. Now, if I was charged. That amount of money for um, the small tails that we've been getting, sixteen ninety nine for the small tails we we've, we've been getting, I would be uh, upset. Uh, that to me is not a value added. However, if it's a main lobster tail, which is you know a decent sized lobster tail. Yeah, and if I wanted a second one, I wouldn't mind paying that if it's what I'm expecting it to be. Carnival Cruise Line is a little different. They are also making changes to the main dining room that will dramatically impact lobster availability starting uh, earlier this month. The cruise line has added a $5 charge to all extra entrees in the main dining room. Though the first entree remains complimentary, as do all appetizers and desserts. Guests on board Carnival ships have commented via various social media platforms about often ordering multiple lobster tails when they are available, particularly since the portion size can occasionally be small ordering multiple broiled lobster tails will now incur the extra entree charge though just at five bucks the same as for any other extra entree with no higher charge for lobster explicitly so you you get one of the small lobsters which is a caribbean lobster and if you want more than one of those, you're only gonna cost you five bucks for a second, five bucks for a third, five bucks for a fourth, if you want that. So let's say you have four of them, you spent 15 bucks. Well, that's not bad for four, even the small lobster tables. While the change is applied on all Carnival cruise ships, not just a single test vessel, it should be noted that Broiled Lobster Tail is not served on every cruise. Several years ago, Carnival Line dropped the Broiled Lobster Tail from its menus entirely on sailings of five nights or less, reserving it as a specialty for longer cruises. On shorter sailings, guests have been treated to lobster bisque instead. Lobster tail was always available in the onboard steakhouse specialty restaurant, regardless of the sailing length. So, a change to the lobsters on Royal Caribbean and Carnival. Norwegian Cruise Line, and this one I have some, some problems with, folks. Working on board a cruise ship is one of the most challenging careers there is. You're always away from friends and family for many months. You work 10 hours per day, seven days a week. Experienced crew and officers often have additional benefits on board to make those months a little easier, including access to guest areas and have a cabin steward for certain staff cabins. Norwegian Cruise Line is now taking those benefits away from crew members that have a rank of fewer than two stripes. The Cruise Line said it was due to making sure the guest experience was consistent. That's a bunch of hooey. This means that most of the crew will be restricted to only using amenities in crew member areas while off-shift. The changes also include the removal of a room steward for staff and officer cabins. Not surprisingly, the decision from Norwegian Cruise Line was received a fair amount of negative feedback from crews on board. Many crew members work years or spend many years studying to get a position they wanted and the benefits that come with it and now those benefits or some of them are gone and that's not all the question rises as to why norwegian is limiting the people who have stayed with the company over the most challenging period in its history ask anyone who has worked on board a cruise ship in a higher management function and they'll tell you that some of the most valuable people on board and those that keep the ship from running together with the crew are the junior supervisors, officers, and staff to take the benefits away from those people. That's just wrong. Over the last two years, crews and officers have made enormous sacrifices. They stayed at home without being paid and waited patiently until the call to come back was given. Giving supervisors, staff members and officers a chance to eat inside a restaurant once in a while or use the guest gym occasionally seems too much for NCL. However, it fits into the significant number of recent cutbacks we've seen on multiple cruise lines lately. Crew members will be able to request access to enjoy these guest areas, but how often this can be done is not yet known. One of the things I think Norwegian is not considering in this is that we, the guests, the paying passengers of Norwegian, one of the reasons we sail on Norwegian is because of the staff, the crew. And you're going to cut benefits from them? Yeah, I don't think so that's just not right in Norwegian. You find another way of making up the money you lost from the pandemic. You know, don't cut something out that's nice for the crew. I have no problem at all. If there's, I mean, if there's an empty table in the dining room, why can't the crew come in and eat? So, yeah, I've never liked the whole concept of, you know, if the crew isn't working, they're stuck down in the bowels of hell on a cruise ship. So, anyway, I think think the companies need to respect their employees a little more and what their employees went through to save the company. That's my thought. All right. The quest, an adults-only scavenger hunt with a variety of quirky and awful, often riddle-like quests for participants to complete, is beginning to reappear on Royal Caribbean ships. Guests on recent sailings have reported the game aboard various ships, including Brains of the Seas, Enchantment of the Seas, Mariner of the Seas, and Grandeur of the Seas. The cruise line's largest ship and largest cruise ship in the world, Wonder of the Seas, has also reintroduced the quest with the first event reported during the ship's recent transatlantic sailing that brought the vessel from Europe to her new home port of Port Canaveral. The game, which is sometimes listed as Crazy Quest, is restricted to adults 18 years of age and older, and has a reputation of getting more than a bit wild and even raunchy, depending on crowd reactions and participation levels. It is typically held in one of the ship's large lounge or activity spaces, such as Studio B, depending on which spaces are available on different class vessels. Often held later in the evening, the game usually lasts about an hour, the game's host will divide up the lounge the lounge audience into several teams, and each team is given a number. A pair of team captains, usually one man and one woman, will be in charge of coordinating the quest of in each and their section. Each task sets a specific goal for teams to complete, and from something as simple as producing basic items like a driver's license or uh, a specific tattoo, or false teeth, for example. To more complicated goals, such as getting a group of people to all do a silly dance together. The final tasks are often the most risque and culminate in, well, what happens at quest stays at the quest. As teams complete the task, the host will call out which team finished first. And the basic score is kept, the leaders on the winning team generally get some kind of token prize. Just like adults only or R rated comedy shows, the quest is not for everyone. Guests who are more reserved or may be easily offended that's, of course, like me. No, it's not. Might want to consider choosing other entertainment, but adventuresome minded guests. Who love the interactive challenges and the higher energy of the event might really enjoy it. I, I, for one, I mean, I can't get involved with a lot of it because of my mobility challenges, but I could, uh, I could see of participating if I could in, to a certain degree. That'll be interesting on the next Royal Caribbean ship I'm on. which is next year sometime. Okay. All right, this one came out uh, today. The U.S. could face a uh, crippling national freight rail strike after rank-and-file members of the nation's largest rail union rejected a tentative labor deal with freight railroads. There are 12 unions that represent various types of rail workers in the U.S. And this particular union represents the industry's conductors. All 12 unions have now made decisions on new contracts, with a total of four unions voting against their contracts. Now the dissenting unions will remain on the job until at least early next month as negotiations continue to try to stave off a strike. If even a single union decides to strike, the others will honor the picket line shutting down the railroads. That's where it could uh, affect uh, some of us that are cruise travelers and might use the rails to get back and forth from cruise ship to cruise ship. So, like I did to uh, take the train to Seattle, for instance. Or Hot Air Tom and Cindy have done to get from Fort Lauderdale to Miami or whatever. So there are reasons that uh, we don't want this strike to happen. If the strike were to continue for some time, it would be devastating for American supply chains and consumer costs. About 30% of the U.S. freight comes moves by rail. If things get really bad, Congress could intervene. Of course, that would require the idiots in Washington to actually get together and vote on something. Don't get me started. On either side of the aisle in Washington. And finally, this morning, Wonder of the Seas, the largest cruise ship in the world currently. That, of course, will change very soon. But Port Canaveral is celebrating its enviable position as the new home port of Wonder of the Seas, the world's largest cruise ship, which began operating from the Florida Space Coast earlier this month. On Sunday, the port gave the ship a special send-off as she began a seven-night western caribbean sailing so wonder of the seas is now sailing out of port canaveral all right that wraps up the news portion of the day let's go see who's fussing at me in the chat room goodness gracious there's a lot of a lot of stuff going on in the chat room today All right, Hot Air Tom's with us. Katie's here. Hi, Katie. Hot Air says, Katie, the cruiser is here. Where are you today, Katie? Yeah, Bimini, I was right. See, how about that? Getting off the ship in a while to just walk around. I didn't realize uh, Royal Caribbean stopped in Bimini. I have never even seen pictures there. Send us some in the group. this cruise does haven't seen this itinerary before. Yeah, it didn't go to Bimini when I was on it. So, just saying. All ports Bahamas. Oh, that's right. You're on a different itinerary than I was on. Come to think about it. We saw Marguerite Bill at C yesterday. I was correct on that one also. What do you know? Hot Air Tom says lobster changes. Laugh out loud. Chili confirmed my last lobster on NCL Sky was a small finger size. I needed some more meat. How about a five-pound lobster? And uh, Hot Air Tom did say something, and they did bring him another lobster tail. It was much better size than that one was. Of course, he ate both. Uh, Mike's with us. Hi, Mike. Katie says, greetings from Serenade of the Seas. Hot Air says, and that small lobster cost $25. I said to the waiter, $25 for this? Major D overheard and had him bring me a second lobster. Yeah, that's right, I'd forgotten. You paid for that lobster too, come to think about it. Mike says, I'm jealous. Katie is serenading us with song and dance. Absolutely. We have lobster night tomorrow night. Yeah, okay. Excitement in the airfares countdown to our flight to Honolulu is 45 hours. Very nice. Hot air time is actually going to get to Hawaii. So. We will be looking forward to uh, reports from hot air Tom and I'm sure hot air Tom's going to find something just totally stupid to do on an excursion. You know, jump out of a helicopter or bungee jump into the volcano or something just totally stupid. And Cindy's going to go, I'm going to kill him. I'm going to kill him. I got to. I got to remember how to say that. I'm going to kill him. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, let's see. Katie says Unless Chili has bad news for you in the show. No, no. I got no bad news. No bad news today. Uh, there's Jason. Pittsburgh Jason is back. Symphony is the only one putting restrictions on lobster right now. Yeah, uh, but that's that's quickly going to change. The information I get is it's probably already started on a couple other ships. It's, it's going to go everywhere. You can count on it, folks. And this that they're going to let people decide. Yeah, they're not going to let people decide. They're doing this as a cost-saving measure. I do like what Royal Caribbean's doing with using the Maine lobsters as opposed to the Caribbean lobsters. That I can I can definitely deal with that. Okay, tomorrow night on Serenade, you're just you're gonna get the Caribbean lobster, I feel quite sure. Rich is with us. Greetings all he says, hi Rich. Watch Chili Falls short about the bad pieces. Yeah that was uh, that was on uh, a carnival paradise I did not like the pizza at all uh well i mean I, I ate it but it was really thin floppy didn't have a lot of cheese on it it was just not the it was just not the best pizza at all but yeah i, I promise you guys when I do those uh, silly reviews which some of you admittedly think they're silly I'm going to be as honest as I can. If I like something, I'll tell you. If I don't like it, I'm going to tell you that, too. Hot Air Tom says hi to Jason as well. I hope you have a nice trip, Tom. You deserve it for giving Chili unlimited access to free hotels. Well, it's not quite unlimited access to free hotels. Hot Air Tom has provided... A number of hotels, yes, and we've run out of points. So, so I've, I'm out of I'm out of luck now. So the last uh, the last one I said, well, I'm not out of luck because there's fell a couple booked ahead that've been booked for some time. But the, the last time I stayed at uh, at the Orange uh, Orangeburg, South Carolina. Uh, Holiday Inn Express, which is one of the regular stops. Uh, That one was uh, on me. So, I'm starting to build build up some points now. uh, Since I paid for it. So, yeah. It is weird that I can't see Jason. You mean on the Why can't, why would you, Katie, you've lost me. Why would you see Jason in the chat room? Anyway, I cannot even imagine how much chili pays for gas to drive to Miami and back so much. Well, I mean, keep in mind, Jason, I get 30 miles to the gallon in my, you know, my little Subaru. So that helps some. And yeah. But it's still, it's cheaper than flying at the prices that the airfares have been. So, yeah.
0: Odd Air says, not really unlimited.
2: He is using up the earn points on my cousin's account. He is the sole heir. Okay. Yes, thank you there I've always appreciated what you guys have done for me with the hotel rooms. No doubt about it. Yo, yo, Brooklyn is in the house. Hey, Eddie. Oh, and I just got a super chat, too. I got to see. Who's that, who's that from? I can't tell. Where did that go? Oh, that's from Jason. Well, thank you, Jason. That's awesome. I do appreciate that um now where'd I go here did I see that cons is a tenderport yes whatever happened to Sharon Bouvet the past guest Sharon got uh, one of the Chat rooms, or maybe it was in my my group page. I don't know. Anyway, she got it. I guess in a disagreement with somebody, and said, hey, "You know," and it went away. I still get pictures all the time of Viv, her dog. I like Viv, but yeah, I haven't I haven't talked to Sharon for months now. Um Jason says hot air Tom. Good luck with chili. Yeah, I agree. <clears throat> I can be a load. What about the Pittsburgh Jason cruise? Yeah, we're going on a cruise in what is it, November? I mean that's some that's that's on uh what's that on Carnival Conquest? Hang on, I got that right here, as a matter of fact. Uh, that's November 10th on Carnival Conquest. It's nine nights from Miami. Stops in Grand Cayman, de Limón, Colon, and Cartagena. That's down in Columbia. Yes, I am most definitely looking forward to that. That's the cruise with Pittsburgh. Jason, that's been booked for a long time. Very long time. Um, let's see. Sonny's here. Hi, Sonny. Chili screws is something to think about. If you flew Breeze in early, I could book you in the Holiday Inn Club Resort in New Orleans. We have three points to use in the timeline, a timeshare branch. If I flew Breeze in early, that was, but it was like three days early or something. There's only one flight a week or something, I'll have to go back and look at it now hi there, Tom. Uh, I just thought, well, hell, by the time I get down there and spend three days in a hotel in New Orleans, whatever I was going to save on the flight, uh, you know, I'd waste <clears throat> by that many days. <clears throat> anyway, I'll look at it uh, when I get back from the hospital today, or from the cancer center check the breeze rates and compare when you would be leaving to drive and the cost of each trip. Yeah, you know, it would take, you know, it would take two full days of driving to get to uh, New Orleans. It's about the same distance for me as it would be to drive to Miami. No. So, um, but, yeah, I'll look at it. I mean, I hadn't looked at it before, uh, which is you're you're the one that suggested that I check Breeze out. So, I will go back and look now and look at it from that standpoint on the days and so forth, and I'll get back to you. I saw a reply from Dennis in the comments made on the catch-up. He gave you pronunciation information for several ports, including cons, which is pronounced oh. O. The S is silent. Con. That's right. I knew that, Mike. Con. Yes. Oh, I somehow I missed that. So now I got to go back and look see what all Tennis said. So, well, I usually don't miss his his comments, even if it's after the fact. Uh, Jason says. Uh, We are probably gonna do celebrity for the Penguins like you did South America next. Nice. As in the Wrath of Khan, Ricardo, Ricardo, Ricardo Mate strikes again. I couldn't read that hot air. Hot air says, excellent cruise, Jason. Does that have a stop in Stanley, Florida? Does that have a stop at Stanley? Uh-oh, over my head again, hot air. Um, yes, we wanted to go to Egypt, but it was Ramadan, so we changed. Ah, that was my favorite port for watching the penguins, okay? Jen booked it, so things will be fine. Yeah, and we'll have good lessons. I'm sure we'll have wonderful history lessons from Jen again on another cruise. I just, I enjoyed that so much. I'm looking forward to cruising with, with Jen almost as much as I'm looking forward to cruising with you, Jason. <laughs> how I really am. Uh, we do Egypt in February, Hot Air says. Uh, it's just... I. He, he just said booze cruise. Oh, okay. This is good content. Um, I lost my place again. Okay, he says so cool. Uh, so go to the buffet and get the same for free. Yeah, 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 yeah. So they want people to stop cruising. Yeah, no, that ain't gonna happen. Loved the interview. Thank you, Katie. I'll I, I tell you that this was that was a it was a challenging interview. I'm number one. I can understand us not being able to get the, the camera going from you know his situation, and he's not as camera centric as all of us have become because we can see. Yeah, that was a, that was a, a rather uh, challenging um, an interview. So anyway, hope we made made it interesting for everybody. And I'm, I'm fascinated with what the man does. Oh my goodness! Sonny says uh, anytime I paid extra for lobster on a cruise, they were all tiny. Never again. Well, now see we got to. Don't say that sonny until we see if they're going to start using uh Maine lobsters. That's a whole different story than the little things that we've been getting in the Caribbean all year. Admittedly, I'm not paying that kind of money for those little things. But, you know, if we're actually talking about a Maine lobster tail, and it's a regular Maine lobster tail, then yeah, that's all different worlds. Uh, Rich says, uh, Wonder of the Seas, wasn't able to dock in Cocoa yesterday due to the high winds. One of the problems with Coco K when you get in winds, they do have some problems landing there. Jason says, I think it's funny how I went to the buffet on my cruise and the food was better. I got a phone call from guest services about my decision to eat the buffet. And I said, the buffet was better. I don't blame you. I mean, if that's the, if that's the case, by all means, tell them. And I've been, I admittedly, I'm lucky in that almost every cruise I've been on, I have been totally satisfied with the main dining rooms. And again, certain cruises, I know the menus so that I only order, what I know I'm going to like. So as a result, I'm always happy with the food. Um, I hadn't cruised Norwegian since before the pandemic. So I wasn't used to the Norwegian food, but I still, I did fine in the main dining rooms on that one. Of course, we also did quite a bit in the of the specialties as well. But still, when I was in the main dining room, I was, I was okay with it. As a general rule, I don't use buffets for dinner. Now once in a great while, but very rarely. Now I do the buffets for breakfast. Although I have to admit that this, the last cruises I was on, especially on uh, Carnival Paradise, I enjoyed going to the sit-down breakfast in the dining room. Not because the buffet was bad. It was just, actually, it was easier for me than dealing with, you know, the mobs of people. Again, I, I can't, because of my schedule that I have to take the pills, I can't eat anything for two hours. So I'm not the first one in the buffet like I always have been, you know, if it opens at six thirty, I got there at six twenty nine kind of thing. So I was always in and got my food first, and so I didn't have to deal so much with the crowds of people. Well, because of of having to wait two hours till I can eat anything, sometimes I might be you know seven, seven thirty before I can get to the buffet, and by then you got six thousand people eating. And it became, I mean, you know, I still did it on some days, but other days when I, when I, especially when I had the time, I had my show prepared or I didn't have a show that day. I I enjoyed sitting down in the dining room. I went to the the C-Day brunch twice. uh, And I think I ate one other day in the, in the, in the main, Oh, the last day, yeah, the last day of the cruise. I ate in the main dining room. So uh, I'm going to factor that in now because uh, it was a whole lot easier for on me just to roll in and, and be given a table, even if I did eat by myself. Uh, and when I was with Cindy a couple of days, it wasn't by myself because they ate with me in the uh, in the on the CNA brunch, for instance. Uh, Sunny says, "Can always find something good in the buffet." Yeah, well, I, I admit that. I just, you know, I have been uh, very much um, satisfied in the main dining room for dinner, and rarely go to the buffet for dinner. Again, I, you know, I'm a little different situation because I got to deal with going through a buffet on a scooter. And being able to drive the scooter and hold a plate and serve a plate and you know, so it's it's not quite as easy if you're mobility challenged. I did love the celebrity buffet at lunch for a good salad. Yeah, when I'm in a mood for a salad, especially at lunchtime, and quite often burgers. I mean, yeah, I, a lot of cruise ships have their burger joints. But the burgers in the buffet, even on ships that don't have, you know, like a a guy's burger joint or a dive-in or, uh, you know, uh, Johnny Rockets. They got really good burgers in the buffet. So I quite often, I'll, I'll just want a burger for lunch. So I'll go, to the buffet and grab a burger. And I'm perfectly happy with that. So yeah, I mean, I I, I don't dislike the buffets at all. Um, celebrity buffet is amazing for all meals. Uh, well, I've heard that too. Again, I've got to do a celebrity uh, cruise. I did the main dining room for breakfast and supper. The waiter was terrific for letting me pre-order a night Uh, for low-carb, no onions, meals. 10,000 subs soon. Boy, I hope so. (laughs) Are you talking about you, Jason? (laughs) What am I up to? I don't even look today. 34 something. I don't know. I got a long way to go to get to 10,000 um i usually mix from different locations in the buffet to make my own plate it says eddie yep can you guys check out my video of course we can check out your video jason i always check out your videos uh eddie best way to do it oh yeah you did that's right you just put up uh, what, a remake of celebrity cruise video i did see that and i have not watched it yet but i will Oh, um, uh, there's the link to it, very good. Five out of 10, not good. Oh yeah, you're talking about the my pizza thing. Try the pizza on the newer ships and it will be better. Oh, well, I'm gonna try pizza on every ship I'm on, Jason. There's no doubt about that. I will always rate it and the $20 that Jason threw in the pot for gas money. Thank you very much. I do appreciate that. Always appreciate your donations. Uh, Sonny says, watched a beginning of video, great pictures. We'll watch the rest of the video after chili. Okay, thank you. Uh, Jason says, thank you to Sonny as well. Uh, We are going to have a blast on the Conquest Cruise. Oh, there's no doubt about it. Hot air says you can fly, breeze, January 26th and return the morning after the cruise returns. They fly Sunday and Monday that week. Okay, that might have some possibilities. Uh, hot air. Uh, we'll talk when I get when I get back from the cancer clinic today. Um. I was just checking the IHG Vacation Club booking, and a room is available at this time for the three nights with my free points. Wow. Okay. Grab it, and I'll I'll take care of. Uh, I'll get the airline things lined up. Jason says, check out his shorts. They're good. Okay, I will do that as well to see how you're doing shorts. Oh, Stanley is Falkland Islands. Oh, yeah. F-I. It wasn't Stanley, Florida. Stanley, Falkland Islands. I knew that hot air time. I just he went over my head. I don't know if I blocked Jason somehow, but I don't see him in the chat. I don't know how to undo it. I don't know how you would block Jason from the chat either, Katie. Jason says it's going to be fun. Um, Jason says I didn't block Katie. She can't see you in the chat, so she could have blocked you by mistake. It happens I did that to Meg on a chat without knowing. Uh, How do you undo it? So, Katie, there's got to be a a blocked list. Just go find it and unblock it. I, my guess. I need to look at the settings. Jason says. Uh, he'll look at it. Eddie says it should be on her account, not yours. I will take care of it. Jason says thanks, Eddie. Uh, Katie, you're welcome. Hope it works. Chili's Cruises, I use my walker at the buffet for all the running in the tight places. Yeah, my problem with the walkers, I can't walk that much, even with the walker. I constantly have to sit down and catch my breath. So that's why I use the scooter. I mean, the walker might add two or three steps on how far I can walk, but that's all. So, and I can't, you know, 10 yards, 15 yards, I'm done. i got to stop and rest and get the breathing back to normal before I can go 10 or 15 yards more. It sucks. me just grab it, laugh out loud. I'm not bullying, chilling. <laughs> I know you're not. I'm just saying, you know, because I know that those things can go. Grab it and I'll take care of it when I get home you know, whatever I need to do. So yeah, I will do that when I get back. All right, guys, that's going to wrap me up. Oh, good heavens. I've been over an hour today. Good Lord. Um, I'll, honest. I got to get going here to get to the cancer center now. So uh, I will see everybody back here tomorrow. Same time, same channel for a uh, Wednesday traveling cruise industry news. And then tomorrow afternoon, for the cruise amigos at one o'clock my time, uh, we're doing a special Wednesday for uh, production tomorrow uh, because of the holidays. So that's going to wrap me up for today. As always, guys, thanks for being with me. Stay safe, stay healthy. Think about cruising. Hopefully, one day soon, we'll all get together on the high seas. Have a fantastic day. I regularly post videos on all facets of the travel and cruise industry. So if you'd like to keep up with the latest in cruise ships, Ports of Call cruises themselves, Chili Chats, and travel and cruise industry news, just hit the little subscribe button in the lower right-hand corner. Hit the bell notification so you'll be notified when a new video is up or we go live. This video was produced by Chili's Cruises.